Hello again. Yes, it is me, Ivan Pugioni, for another episode. I've been in Melbourne last week, and this is episode three of the podcast. So um, thanks very much for listening to the last two shows uh, with Shane and Catherine. I uh, really appreciate the feedback and uh, the response. It was really, really positive. So I'm really glad uh, you enjoyed it, and I was very grateful to, to chat to them. Last week, uh, I spoke with uh, Sasha Leong. She's uh, an independent performing artist. Um, she's project managing an uh, installation called Neo, uh, which is going to be performed later this month in Melbourne. And uh, she's also involved with uh, Bookshe, uh, a community arts project uh, led by Palestinian artist Azil Taya. So uh, it's very interesting, and uh, you can donate to the project. Uh, there's another, I think, 40-something days left to go for donating, so uh, I'll leave that link uh, in the show notes. So without further ado, here is my third ever guest of in melbourne last week it is sasha leong enjoy sasha 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 i haven't seen or heard from you in a long time how you doing doing well surviving surviving each yeah. day <laughs> yeah as you do yeah. you know with, it's been busy it's yeah been, been very busy. busy yeah with work and yeah. you know being an independent performing artist dancing in the street and all that kind of stuff oh, that I you wish. normally do yeah yeah i wish i could just break out into song and dance uh, in my everyday life which i'm pretty sure i can just that people might look at me in an odd way an odd way oh well you've got the moves at least you know at least you're not some uncoordinated person who just does like, True. you know the worm or tries to do the worm and you know tries to break dance and stuff you've got the moves <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, true. So, Sasha, um, I mentioned in the introduction you're an, um, an independent performing artist and uh, you're, you're actually originally from Malaysia. Um, yes, I am. Yeah, and you've been performing in places such as, you know, Vienna, like Maria from The Sound of Music, you know, dancing, oh, yeah. dancing out in the Not hills. Not as flashy as Maria, yeah. <laughs> Not as flashy, no. <laughs> and uh, you've also co-choreographed, you know, performances and you've been part of several different uh, initiatives for community dance. So, uh, I just want to ask you straight from the top, where did your passion for for uh, performing artists, or I should say, where did your passion for uh, performing begin? Um, good question. I think I have to <laughs> thank my mom for that because, oh, yeah. um, well, coming from an Asian family, um, if there are any Asian listeners out there, they would uh, understand how when you're growing up, uh, my, pa- my parents, or specifically my mom, would put me through different classes. Like I did the art classes and drawing, painting, and then I was put into music classes so I did like piano and um, guitar and all the jazz all that jazz no pun intended <laughs> and then I was put through yeah and then I started dancing um, when my mom this is an interesting story actually because I remember vividly one day my mom just came up to me and then she's like okay go dress up uh, put on some nice clothes and we're going to go out and then I asked her oh where are we going and she responded by saying I'm taking you to the market to sell you off I was like what? Oh, what? <laughs> but but it turns out that that was the day that she took me to my first ballet class oh jeez when I started dancing and yeah. then, and then so, she sent you off to the market and then you uh, you got you came uh, to Melbourne nah. no? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't work that way, no. Nah. So, so was your mother? I guess like did you know you you said you were doing all those kind of you know pursuits. Well, I mean, what, did your mother have a background in that sort of thing, or is it just did she kind of mm. want to pass off what she 
could have done, you know, when she was younger to you or what, what was the story? <laughs> My mum is actually a music teacher. Oh, all right. There <laughs> so you go. So it's kind of friends in a family. Yeah, it's all in the family, yeah? Yeah. Ah, great. So um, especially, um, particularly, Sasha, you're um, involved in many different community projects. We'll touch on a couple of those uh, very mm-hmm. shortly. Um, how important do you think is, I guess, dance and any other performing arts in the community and society as a whole? Oh, I think arts is always one of those things that gets th- thought of. Um, I don't know, like second, people just don't think about it as um, something that they experience on a daily basis. For example, the clothes that you're wearing, that's an artwork by a designer. The music that you're listening to on your way to work, that's art. So I feel like, um, yeah. Even Nicki art- Minaj, would you consider that art? Well, if well, <laughs> to each their own, I would say. <laughs> yeah, so I I think um, art is really important in everyone's life. We, everyone, pretty much live and breathe art, whether they realize it or not. It's part of everyone's life, and yeah, I I, I just hope that there's more emphasis and on it, um, as much as science and technology in school, um, art should be. Uh, part of the whole STEM, or I think nowadays they call it STEAM. They add the A in it. Oh, STEAM, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Maths, yeah. 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 Uh, so I guess with, you know, dancing in general, like, do you get people, like, is there, like, a, for you, like, a certain age group of people who do dancing that you see, or is it anyone? Like, could it be, like, a 95-year-old? you know, woman and then, yeah. like, an eight-year-old kid? Like, are the ages and the, I guess, the races and the, the backgrounds quite diverse yeah. in dance? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, because um, I guess I can say I've been quite fortunate to work with uh, an arts organisation where we do a lot of um, work with people of all abilities and ages. So I've been working with groups in communities from um, kids as young as little bubs like literally two week old two well, the mom's weeks carrying, and they're <laughs> mom's dancing carrying him of course oh, yeah of now course. just one mom uh to someone as old as um in their 80s yeah wow yeah so it's pretty diverse in terms of age and also backgrounds and i think that's what i enjoy most in um within the community art context yeah, I mean, is yeah. is there like with the in the context of community, is there like a difference to say? Well, I mean, what 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 would be the opposite of community dance? Would it be like commercial class, like big classes, or? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, if you look at the dance industry, um, it's pretty broad. You can go the commercial route, whereby you do uh, corporate shows, weddings. Um, Commercial, TV commercials and all oh, that. Yeah, you can go into like cruise lines, musicals, um, or you can um, be really studio focused and do all the competitions running across the year, mm. like the ballet and the tap and jazz <laughs> ones. Or you can just or go on can... something like Australia's Got Talent and you know try and get yeah. a shortcut in the yeah. industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think um, it's again it's diverse um, and you can tap into different f- facets of yeah, within the industry or you can do more independent work or you can work with a dance company, yeah. Yeah, so there's quite a few things you can it's, do. It's expensive, yeah. Yeah, but I guess community dancing or com- being part of like the community aspect of it, it's probably more mm. rewarding and more enriching. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and I guess you see a lot of people, you know, improve 
over time and you see you really see them commit you know yeah we do and also um part of our work uh we bring dance into the communities as a way of uh engaging or bringing people together yeah uh, it's like an engagement um, process um for example up in the northern suburbs where you've got the newer suburbs or developing suburbs and people don't really know each other they're like fairly new to the area and we've just we've worked with local councils to bring dance and the arts into the area and encourage people to participate in like free workshops or free events or performances just to bring people together yeah get people to know their neighbors and know each other and then tap and do ballet and do all those kind of things to bring the community together (laughs) <laughs> no, not really. No, not, <laughs> not really. Tap and ballet. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Any other kind yeah. of dancing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you, Sasha, you're project managing uh, NEO, a, a triple bill of new works presented by Yellow Wheel and the National Youth Dance Company of Scotland. Yes, very I interesting. am. So, uh, that is very exciting. Tell us about that. What, what's, how, what's involved in that one? So, um, Yellow Wheel, which is one of the leading youth dance, professional youth dance companies in Melbourne, uh, they are colliding with um, the National Youth Dance Company of Scotland um, in the first two weeks of April. Um, the dancers from Scotland will be working with our dancers from Yellow Wheel um, in contemporary dance workshops and performance making throughout the two weeks. Um, and at the end of the two weeks, on the 13th of April, we've got um, the performance aspect of it. So there are three new works being presented um, in that evening. Oh, sure. And and Yellow Wheel is a, is a dance company, are they? Yes, it is. Okay, yep. great, great. And based in Melbourne. Based in Melbourne, of course. The yeah. uh, I guess the dance Homies. capital of Australia, the home of yeah. dance, I suppose. <laughs> lots of lots of dance here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where can we? Or when's when did you say the uh, it's going to happen? Um, it's on the thirteenth of April. Yeah, it's a Friday evening. Nice. There are two shows, but um, our second show. Just sold out. So there's oh. only one show left to fill. Fabulous. Well, we can yeah. put those in the show notes. I guess if we have listeners who are desperate yeah. for a ticket, you know, they can yep. just uh, they can just jump on it. Mm-hmm. And they'll be performing at uh, one of Melbourne's contemporary iconic venues in North Melbourne, um, the Meat Market. If uh-huh. you've been there, Meat yeah. Market, yeah, very famous landmark. It's quite impressive. There. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's a heritage building. Yeah, no yeah. meat though. No meat. No, you know you, you don't have to, you know, cut <laughs> cut some slabs of meat before you nah. perform. Yeah. We might provide them on the side, but yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> as like a snack just in case. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess Sasha, you you've been in Melbourne for a while, but just going back mm-hmm. to I guess dance in Malaysia, like is mm-hmm. is, is Mal- dance in Malaysia like or just performing arts in general a big industry or is it something which is quite uh, quite small? Um, if you compare to Melbourne, it's relatively small, um, but it's been growing since I um, moved to Melbourne. Um, I kind of miss being in the dance scene back home because I can see there's lots of growth and development in it. And then people are more open to contemporary dance performances back home. And people are seeing dance and performing arts as something important, Yeah, not just like a hobby. If you get what I mean, it's like a way of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fair enough, and yeah. and and I guess, yeah, I guess there there's a, a few people who who love dancing in the streets of KL and and, and those kind of things. That's actually a very good point. We <laughs> did that. Um, I was a part of uh, this f- company that does flash mobs around the city, and we literally um, pulled out a flash mob stunt 
in the middle of KL City. Oh, fabulous. On the, on the street, yeah. Do you, like, run up the Patronus Towers and do, like, a big epic musical number, you know, in between the bridge oh, of the two I buildings? wish. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I wish. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be really yeah. cool. Go, go on the bridge like, there. Or bun- bungee jump down the towers and oh. serenade oh as you do <laughs> in song yeah. yeah just just make sure everything's you know secure see that's an idea yeah that's an idea yeah flash mob on yeah. the top of patronus tower yeah in kuala lumpur and you just jump off with yeah. with a bungee cord of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just make safety measures. yeah safety yeah just make sure you check everything first you know before mm-hmm. you do it just in case yeah <laughs> nice so Sasha, you're, we go. yeah so you are quite a busy uh, busy lady because you're also involved in another community project uh bookshay um it's a, a community arts project led by palestinian artist azil taya uh that brings yeah. together people from all backgrounds to share stories of home listen and reflect on their place in this country um mm-hmm. So tell me a bit about the project. What's it involved? So Book J, as you mentioned, is a community art project. And um, it's based on the theme of Book J. So Book J means a sack or swag in um, which refugees collect their few belongings for their journey when they leave their homes. Um, I, yeah, um, Aseo has brought together a group of um, creative artists from multiple multiple art forms including myself so we've got uh individuals who specialize in spoken word in uh visual arts um in movement in song in um, music and we just came together and created this amazing um installation and performance underneath a tent that's um been constructed by hand by an installation artist um yeah and we first performed at the immigration museum early this year and it's kind of, it's a very intimate um performance area where people come in and then we share stories dance music songs uh of what reminds us of home because all, all of us have got different um migrating or migration stories and yeah it's of just course, yeah and yeah and they're all important yeah i mean yeah. yeah i mean some some came here out of their free will and others came here you know due to persecution or war or any other yeah. another kind of atrocity so i guess there's quite a few different stories that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are to be told yeah and it's, it's it's shared in an intimate space where people of all ages and backgrounds are invited to also consider their own journeys in the place that they now call home yeah, whether you're from Melbourne or if you're formerly, say, from Sydney and you moved to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's also kind of um, kind of like migrating from one place to the other. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you think yeah. of it that way, yeah. 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 So um, uh, what, is it, what does it mean to be a part of this project for you? Um, personally, it has... Um, I mean, what have you? Uh, yeah. What have you? What have you learned from it, or what have you? What have you? What have? What? How have you grown from this? I guess. Yeah, I think personally, as a performing artist, it has really um, opened up or expanded my perception on my my practice and how I see things. Uh, I, I guess how I see the world and how I can relate my art to it. Or yeah. contribute my art to what's going on currently in the world. Yeah. Um, and just working with people uh, who have gone through that journey um, of migrating to Australia or to Melbourne and just to listen to their stories. Um, 
it kind of makes me think of home. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Patronus yeah. Towers. You don't think oh. of those? <laughs> nah, that's too fancy. <laughs> too fancy. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> what, yeah. What, what, what's, what, what's, the, what's something that reminds you of home? Oh, it's just how for them, um, just the, the, the similarities that I share with them, uh, how they have families back home where they are, uh, say, in Palestine. They still have families that they have to leave behind to come over to Australia. And yeah. although my migration story is different from them, I have family back home in Malaysia, and it was difficult for me to leave and then move here. So oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But you've made it. I guess they'd be very proud of what you've done. And uh, I, guess uh, you, I hope you've, so. You've called Melbourne home. And, yeah, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure you yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, Sash, you did say you um, you were in the Immigration Museum, or you did the like the you did the um, the project there. Um, you actually yeah. want to take this thing regional, uh, and you're actually looking for donations to make this happen. So, yes, I'm, we I, are. Yeah. So, I'm on your website right now, and and as of recording right now on Monday, April second, there's currently 49 days left uh, mm-hmm. for the uh, funding. Uh, Two percent has been funded, so that's four hundred and forty-eight dollars. So, how much? How much are you looking for to uh, to take this to regional areas and and whereabouts uh, regionally will you be? Do you guys want to go? Um, That's. I think that's a question for Asil. But (laughs) right, no, I know that she would love to uh, tour Book J around Australia. Okay. Um, And Asil's doing a great job because not only did she bring together a group of um, artists to work together on this project but she also works with uh, young people especially kids who are living in uh, um, public housing areas yep. to gather their stories of uh, migration and she's, she actually brought their stories into the performance and I think that's what makes um, Book J so unique in its way yeah yeah. So do you know, I mean, do you know which regional areas you want, like, they want to go to? Like, are you aware of where they want or is it just basically nah. anywhere around Australia? Okay. I think they're just looking anywhere, yeah. So if anyone out there would like to um, bring Book J to their area, get in touch with us. Get in touch. It'd be a very good initiative. And uh, I'll, I'll yeah. leave the link in the show notes. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's 49 days left. If you want to donate some money, mm-hmm. please, please. Let, yeah. Let this wonderful community arts project go regional. Yeah, and... Um, also to mention that all donations will be matched dollar for dollar up to $10,000 by Creative Partnerships Australia through Match Lab. Yes, that's right. So every yes. dollar every dollar for the campaign will be matched up to $10,000. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. So uh, let's get those donations flowing, huh? Yep. Yeah, excellent. Sasha Leong, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Ivan. It was no lovely worries. talking to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much to Sasha for that chat. It was really good. And uh, you can donate to Bookshay and you can also go see Neo. I'll uh, leave those details in the show notes. If you want to send me an email, shoot me an email at inmelbournelastweek at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at imlastweek and also Facebook and Instagram at inmelbournelastweek. Very easy to remember. I'll see you next week for another episode of In Melbourne Last Week and uh, you have a good weekend. Take care.